not by birth Family but not by DNA Dave and Adam are two of a kind And they want to borrow some of your day To talk into your ear holes About midi-chlorians and roller coasters Those two things are unrelated But so are they They're unrelated at birth Like most people who aren't related Unrelated at birth But they're brothers in a brotherly way Now it's time for the phenomenal brother And the golden voice of the South They're brothers from different mothers But they're both really proud To be unrelated at birth And everybody, welcome back into another Unrelated at Birth It's going to be a fun week, a fun topic, a fun show it's going to be a show of without a topic. This is just a, a how's life, a check-in show. Just, you know, we always have this this goofy topic of the week. We have a, a you know, a, a what's this list, what's that list. This is just what's going on in your life, in our life, in everybody's life. We all, this is just how are you? feel good. Anyway, I am the one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama in Madison, Alabama, where football season starts this week. We might have had Titans for two weeks. We might have had college football for three weeks, but no, no, no. College football starts this week. Isn't that right? My esteemed co-host from the House of Mouse, St. Cloud, the phenomenal brother, the 40-year-old Adam Joseph Russell. <laughs> That's me. All of those things are true. How are you, Dave? I am well. I'm not over the hill yet, though. That's okay. I, I got This side months. of the hill is no different than the other one. <laughs> Actually, is it nine months? It might be. I don't know. Yes. No, seven. Yeah, seven months. April, Just a right? couple of days. Yeah. yeah. A couple days after. But anyway. Yeah. Mike Watts commented on my birthday and said, welcome to the 40 Club. And I asked him, I said, is there any kind of like privileges you get with that? And he said, not really. Just you start hurting in places you didn't know you could ever hurt before. And I said, oh, I must have had an early preview membership. I was going to say. I've been hurting since I turned 30. Yeah. I'd say 30 was the most depressing birthday I had. Really? Yeah. And I don't know why. Amanda could tell you that. She couldn't console me the day I turned 30. I, hmm. It was just something weird where I just, I don't know, got all depressy and gloom and wow. doomy and, and blah. Anyway. And little but, did you know there was more to come. It gets worse. <laughs> 2020 was right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and um, BK asked me, do I get knee pain? No, it's my Achilles tendon on my left foot dude your achilles has been killing you for years but can i tell you i walked and we'll talk about this more in a little bit i'm not jumping ahead but i walked around universal did several laps around ioa on my birthday and i've been doing a, a pretty strict regimen of like stretches and ice and um sleeping with like a, a boot that keeps my foot flexed you know and stops it from pointing and i had hardly any pain at all it's starting to pay off and flex point and exactly flex. exactly dance dads dance dads that's right but it, it it has actually started to help and i'm at an age where hey look the treatment program's starting to work you know so 
saw that line. No, it didn't hurt when I am convinced. I'm convinced while we're having a random day that the floors that we have in our house are what did it. Are you because it was LVP or is it? No, it's it's all tile in the main areas, but it. I'm convinced that getting a hard floor is what pushed it over the edge. Walking on a hard floor every day. I'm mm. convinced, but I can't prove that. So, so would you say you're living on the edge? No. Okay. I missed hey. that one. Sorry. You did. Hey, by the way, you tried. Hello. You tried, but hello, Turbo. Turbo is in Tupelo. Tupelo Turbo. Turbolo. He sent me a picture of uh, Elvis's birth house. Oh, I've last, been there uh, a couple days ago. Nice. So, living on a hard floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, living on a on hard, a hard floor. floor. Take my hand. <laughs> we'll make it. I swear. There you oh. go. Okay. okay. It's more like ow. But yeah. <laughs> I'm in pain. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, we let's let's give some some shout outs here. We're on Twitch for the first time this ever right. in this podcast. And my boy BK, the dumpster fire that is Cleveland, is is the only person on Twitch. So hey, BK, do us a favor. You're a Twitch guy. I know you, you stream a lot of video games. Mm. Give share us out there on, on Twitch. Get get us noticed on Twitch. We we don't know how to do Twitch. So, so help us out, you know, help, help the unrelated brothers out, please. That's right. Do us a solid. Do us a solid. We might call Cleveland less than a dumpster fire. (laughs) No, that's, that, that's been going on too long. Yeah. And here comes Eric says, what is Twitch? So we're we're ahead of the game a little bit, I guess. (laughs) No, Eric, Eric doesn't even know what Star Wars is. So that's, that's a really good point. Hey, here we go. Here we go. Mighty Mouse. There we go. Mighty Mouse said, Philip can help you on Twitch. There you go, Hannah. We appreciate that. Apparently, Kevin does Twitch, too. I did uh, not see. know that. The Twitch army is forming. All right. So we might have to get more people on Twitch. I love it. Unrelated at birth. And find us. There you go. Eric Terry, I had a Twitch once. <laughs> but the treatment plan's working. See, that's the theme of the night. I had an Wait. ailment. The Indians clinched a playoff spot tonight. I thought they were, were wow. a dumpster fire. Are we in the nineties again? I know the Braves are cl- probably going to clinch tonight, unless the Marlins can make a yeah. miraculous comeback. Ha- Carly, yes, Eric has never watched Star Wars. Just I'm, we're going to rectify that in the near future. We, we will. We will rectify that. No. Yes. I. Uh, no, I, we will not. Okay. All right. <laughs> If we did, he'd be the butt of our joke. Oh, there we go. All right. Hannah said that Philip does Twitch for gaming. Uh, I'll set you up with a, a smiley face. There you go. Thank you. By the way, Hannah will be getting a, uh, a Russell Adams 2020 t-shirt. Oh, nice. She, uh, she, she was the one that helped us get, the uh, the two hundredth actually no it was actually Jay that helped us get the two hundredth member in the unrelated birth group that's right but Hannah was the next one and uh, Jay said that he doesn't think any of our shirts would fit him and, and Hannah I, I told you I'd ship it off on Monday but I'm sitting here still looking at it uh, I'll sounds, ship it off tomorrow sounds like they're a little busy 
We might want to stay away from that topic. Well, <clears throat> no, no, uh, it's it's my fault. So hang on, let me get my Kermit sip in the T-pose. What is it? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, Hannah did bring the most fans in. And, and so that is true. I, I will say this. She also brought my old pro, uh, broadcasting professor in the group. And she actually said that we had a very professional setup last week. So thank you for the compliment. Chandra Clark, thank you very much. Anyway, all right. So this week we're we're just gonna do a debrief and and be present in each other's lives. How's that Ooh. for hippie jip hippy dippy mumbo? <laughs> Being present and mindful. Oh crap. Yes. But anyway, so Adam, you've had a busy weekend. I did, yeah. So What's been going on in the life of Adam Joseph Russell? Yeah, I guess it was kind of busy. Next weekend's probably going to be busier. Um, but it was my the weekend before my birthday. Monday was probably the busiest day of my three-day weekend. If you follow the listener group, you'll see the back and forth between me and Dave. That was a lot of fun that day. But um, it, it was kind of almost my theme of my actual birthday was, in a way, the cat in the hat, believe it or hmm. not. Because going to Universal as much as we do being pass holders, we have a... Um, an affinity for Seuss land out there having, you know, Aiden was the right age for it when we started going and now Emma's the right age for it. And, um, or was she rides Hagrid's now. So I guess we're almost outgrowing it a little bit, but, um, it became a thing in our family that I have an irrational fear of the cat in the hat. Mm -hmm. And we always just kind of laughed about it when we ride the ride, I scream and, and we, we have a good time. And then one time we went, which ride, which ride uh, the, the actual cat in the hat ride. Okay, the stupid dark ride that's okay. It's not stupid. Dude, it's a part of my family's like life. It's part of our memories. Okay. Yeah, okay. Snow White Scary Adventures. I love Snow White Scary Adventures. Dave, they're all cardboard cutouts. Let's let's be Bring real it. for a minute. I Bring love the back. company that I work for. I love the company that I work for. Not their best work. Anyways, so it there became this joke that that I um that I um, was afraid of cat in the hat and it's kind of become a thing, but we actually went. And the one time we've, we've been, we've been there and actually saw the cat in the hat and did a picture with him. I walk up and he looks at me and does this evil thing with his hands. And then as we're walking <laughs> away, he does the thing like I'm watching you with his eyes, you know, with the two fingers and, and all that. And it just like fed into the story. And so my kids got me, Emma got me this. It's Aww. a stuffed cat in the hat to help me help me with my fears. And then Aiden got me a Funko Pop, which is Dr. Seuss holding a copy of the cat in the hat. That's and cool. So then I went on Monday and I wrote it. And That's so, cool. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hold up, hold up. I have to. Hannah says she won a hula hoop contest in Dr. Seuss land when she was a freshman in college. Hannah. I'm not surprised. When first off, you're you're a former gymnast. So that doesn't surprise me. Exactly. Second off, the hula hoop is like two inches from the ground when you do the hula hoop. <laughs> so it doesn't have that part of fall. So, yeah. Yeah. Love you, Hannah. It's why she was <laughs> able to stand out there and do all that storm reporting because the wind just blows over her. You know, right? <laughs> exactly. And, and Wendy says Snow White is not cardboard cutouts. I'm not referring to the California version. I would never disparage that one. The one out here was not not the best. But Man, now, you're you're not helping yourself by saying you competed against kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the funny thing was is she was the smallest in her age group still. Uh, 
Oh, anyway. So that's, that's what I did then. And, um, we had out back for supper and it was just a good, good weekend all around. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, so I, I, I do need to hear how Hagrid's was. How many times did you write it? Uh, it was closed all day. Are you rubbing that in my face? No, I really didn't know. It was I said it on the live. I said it was. You closed. said it was closed in the morning. You, yeah. You, so you, what ended up happening is that's why I made several laps around. Is I um went straight back there and it was closed. So I read I read a uh, road read. So I rode um I read it. I rode Forbidden Journey, and yeah. then walked back over to Marvel Land and did uh, Doctor Doom, and then went back out there and it was still closed. So then I would did Jurassic Park and then I got lunch and it was still closed again and so. Just kind of made laps, hanging out to see if it opened. And right when I got home, so I stopped to get Krispy Kreme donuts on the way home because the birthday treat in a COVID year from Krispy Kreme is not just a donut and coffee. It's a whole dozen glazed for your birthday if you're in the rewards program. Did you because eat of, all 12 dozen? Or all I dozen? did not. I picked them up and brought them home to my family, and we had some for breakfast this morning. So, but, so wait, you didn't even your family didn't even buy you the donuts? You had to buy your own donuts? They were free. Krispy Kreme brought them for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Did you not hear what I just said? I did hear you. You were looking at your phone. Oh my gosh. Eric was gosh. Turbo was texting me. Eric, quit distracting him. Anyway, so um, so I stopped by Krispy Kreme and then I made a couple more stops on the way home to get um, my Starbucks birthday treat and all that stuff. And I got home and opened up the app and it had opened. Are you kidding me? It was closed the entire time I was there, and by the time I drove home, it had opened. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, so I did not do Hagrid's at all. But so B- I did not BK do Gringotts. You didn't even take the train over and, and do the No, it's just I, I made it IOA day because a lot of my favorite attractions are over there anyway. And last time we went, we mostly did Universal. So I tried to stay over there and do that a little bit. <laughs> Hannah, wait, they're free on your birthday? <laughs> yeah. A- apparently. For the whole month. Actually, for, you can use it anytime the whole month of your birthday. Oh. So Good to know. So we're actually, I I just bought my tickets for my to family. To Paradise? For, yeah. No, I bought, actually, I bought three tickets to Paradise. No, okay. three tickets to uh, to Universal this week. I bought them when for the week when we're there. So my family is going to get to enjoy. Really, all we're probably going to want to do is Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to open the park, probably start at uh, Diagon Alley. Yeah. And then do as much as we can in there and then take the train over. I'm going to, I'm really hoping that Ellie gets picked in, uh, in Ollivander's. Yeah. If you, in the middle of the week, you might be some of the only folks in there. If you time it right. Yeah. It's a very good chance right now. So, so either Ellie or Harper. Actually, I yeah. bet you that they'd pick Harper over Ellie. No, I think they would. I think they would be more for Harper. Or for Ellie? Harper. I mean, for Ellie, sorry. Ellie would get it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And even if not, I mean, that one time that I went with Emma and we had a daddy daughter day there, um, she wasn't picked for the show. But then um, afterwards, they let everybody go into the store because, of course, they do the whole wand thing and they dump you right into the store where they're all for sale, you know. Right. uh, Not to take away the magic of it, but that's what they do. And um, they told everybody else to go ahead and then held me and Emma back. And he gave Emma a private one where it was just her and I in there. And he let her do the whole spiel by herself. And then we're like, if you, if you, this one picked you $59.95 in the next room. This one picked so, you. Now go buy it. <laughs> exactly. Use that pass holder discount. So that's why you have to be with us 
because I need that pass holder discount. <laughs> okay, it's like 20%, but okay, every little bit helps, right? Hey, every little bit helps. So I need to find a pine wand. I'm sitting here looking at my uh my pine. potter my pottermore. I, I'm a I have to have a pine wand uh, that that helps me conjure my black swan patronus. Uh you could um let's see, pine. I don't see anybody with pine because you have to buy it by the character. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's character ones. I mean, there are a few that are custom, not your custom, but like not character ones. Oh, but if you walked in there and said you needed that, I guarantee you they would know. Yeah. If you gave them those specifications, I bet they would have one. Okay, and so. then and then the Monday that we're there, I am going. I have a uh, an appointment at Savi's. Mm-hmm. So I, I was to- I was told that I need to buy a red Kyber crystal and pick a different color uh, when I'm doing the, the yes. thing. The, the, yes. Really? I, I don't think you, I don't think you can do red, but as soon as I say that, somebody's going to be like, no, you well, can't. You, you can do red. I've seen it done. Uh, but Ryan street told me that if you buy a red Kyber crystal, there's a slight chance that the, the crystal you buy is the black. It's black. Uh, yes. They're mixed the in saber. randomly. Yeah. They're mixed in. But if you yeah. do it at Savi's, you don't have the shot of getting the black crystal. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So uh, Hannah is asking, this is just a week of hodgepodge. Should y'all ask questions? Sure. Check in. Just talk to us. Hodgepodge. Um, hodgepodge. Uh, but anyway, Hannah said we're going to Disney for her birthday. Do you think that the fireworks will come back by November? Well, they're testing Epcot. What was it? September 23rd, the article said. Uh, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. So yeah, I they're thought testing some at Epcot, and I, and I, we've heard rumors. Dave and I have this is no nothing from work. I promise. This is just all things you read on the internets. Um, that they're testing new projection stuff at the castle. I think they said. Yep. So, I mean, I think honestly, all of that's going to depend on how Florida goes because right now Florida is lower than it's been in a long time, uh, but that could change. You know. We've already seen today that both Marathon Weekend and Princess Weekend are virtual. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, take that for what you will. I um, I understand that. I mean, those are two huge weekends. Well, I mean, if you think about the sheer cost involved, Dave, and pulling off a marathon with the people and the water stops and the entertainment and the medals and all of that, I mean – the experience is definitely not the same for virtual, but I mean, there's no way it justifies the cost unless you can sell that sucker out, man. I tell you, you what, know? guys, if you were ever going to do, do dopey, this is the year to try dopey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I ran 39 <laughs> miles or whatever it is, right? <laughs> right. Sure. I did. I did the dopey <laughs> challenge y'all. I love it. See my medals. <laughs> yes. I have six medals. I love it. This is the year to do it. Uh, I might actually try that. We'll see. Yeah, no, I won't. I haven't ran since the Princess Marathon in 2019. That makes two so, of us. Now I've done. I, I've, I've. I am religiously doing my DDP yoga. Oh, yeah. But I'm uh, religiously doing the. I'm trying to point uh, to it. There, come the on, spinning man. Bike. Come on. Don't you know your green screen? How how they go now? <laughs> 
The I don't, I'm not as practiced as you. I need to paint. I need something green behind me. I guess that's the end zone of the Alabama Bryant Denny Stadium. Yeah, that's in the general area of the end zone. Yeah, you've got midfield right here. Mm-hmm. The student section is over in this vicinity. What's the weather going to be like? Well, the weather looks like right here. We've got beautiful sunny skies, mm-hmm. and if you look right here, the sunset is right into the north of Bryant Denny Stadium. The sun setting in the north? Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Hannah's not here to do the the weather update. You don't know where the sun sets. The sun sets in the east, in the west, no. <laughs> in the west. You got it. You got it. it Rises in the time. east. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Martin. Uh, I I run too. I run late. I run behind. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's fun. Uh, BK, the band would be over in in. No, I, sorry. The band is over in this area here. There you go, Hannah. Yeah. You, you can do our weather forecast. <laughs> My dad said, come on, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know which Joe he's talking about, don't you? Joe Willie? No. Oh, who? 200 million himself. Anyway. Okay. Next. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So, so. Anyway, so how, how's work? Let's 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 get some work stories. How's work, man? Um, work is work is good. I, I don't know exactly what I can talk about with work. This is a new thing. I've never <laughs> never <laughs> talked this on the show before. Well, Work's good, man. People are people. I'll tell you that much. I, yeah, yeah. That's that's the problem with me. So I just got a promotion. Not to not to pat my back here, but what, I got what a you're pro- doing. But. I did anyway. I got a promotion a couple of weeks ago. And I'll tell you, I would much, I, I actually don't mind working from home yeah. because now, now that I've got this nice setup, I've got a nice huge desk. I can sprawl out. I can work as much as I want. But starting a new job in work from home, mm-hmm. when you can't even see your, your coworkers, you luckily I, I've seen, I've met my boss because, you know, he was my boss right before. Sure. Lock lockdown happened, but it's just you don't get to really get hands-on work experience. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Put up what Brad was going to say. I know you want to. No. Okay. Brad said Dave. Dave says sun sets in all directions, but the south. The sun never sets on the south, sir. Brad. Dave says the sun and the south both rise again. Yeah, that's. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm not one of those guys, but. Roll dang tide. Uh, but <laughs> roll tide. <laughs> roll tide. Oh. By the way, oh, here we go. Here's here's our weather forecast for Saturday. High is in the 83 on Saturday. Mm. Clouds later in the day with a slight chance of rain. Hannah, Dude. is that the is that the uh the weather forecast for uh, uh Columbia, Missouri? Or is that the, oh. the weather forecast for Tuscaloosa? Because the game is in Columbia, Missouri. Did anybody else hear that in the voice of the local on the eights thing in Weather Channel? I did. 83. Cloudy later in the day. Slight <laughs> chance of rain. <laughs> so, so wait. Okay, let's let's talk about this. Okay. Let's talk about how 2020 sucks. I'm sitting here watching. The Braves have just clinched the NL East division. And baseball has said you cannot have champagne in the dugout. Okay. You shouldn't over the division anyway. But they always do. I want to see the but Braves. You I, I want I want the goggles. No. I want the Didn't we have okay. this conversation on sideline warning? 
I think, I think we, we did. might have. Yeah, for the division, it should never be the case. Hannah says, "Oh wait, that was Tuscaloosa. I need Col- I need Columbus, Missouri. Come on." Adam says, "Your voice is awesome. By the way, that was perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Do not give him a big head, Anna. <laughs> so, if if you needed proof, so the Braves can't celebrate the division, uh-huh. and JoJo Siwa did a rendition of My Shot from Hamilton, right? And you posted that in the group, right? I mean, it's just getting worse and worse. <laughs> By the way, Hannah, let me try this. High is eighty three on Saturday." Clouds later in the day with a slight chance of rain. Now, see, this that's the problem, though. It's not a human doing that. It's a robot. So you have to be like, high 83, cloudy with a slight chance of rain in the afternoon. You have to like, see, I can't do that. I'm, I'm sure a, you I'm, can. Beep, no. bop, beep, bop, beep, Come on. You can do I that. can't beep, bop, beep, bop, beep, bop. So can I, before we wrap out of the work thing, I just want to say to everyone out there who has a job, those who don't, don't give up. But to those of you who are actively working in the middle of all of this, do not use this as the time to prove to everybody how big of a butthead you are. What? That's all I have to say. That's what that's when I say people are people. And so, you you know, the stories I've told you, Dave, but somebody at work has decided that this is the time that they're going to make things as difficult as they possibly can for no apparent reason. Okay. And so that um, that that's my message to everybody. Not this year, this week, it's not going to be be kind. It's don't use this as an opportunity to uh, to show um, how difficult you can be, because if they come around and say, I think we need to make another round of cuts. You need to be useful. And you need to be a, a joy to work with right now more than ever. So I hope our listeners and everyone within the sound of my voice is doing that right now. Anyway. Your dad says I need to be professional. How yeah. am I not professional? Make a sound like the robot dude on the Weather Channel. I cannot do that. Ah, uh, see, so you're getting there. I mean, that you are getting very close. Please try again. High is 83 on Saturday. Clouds later in the day with Better. a slight chance of rain. Better. Now, more through the nose and a little higher pitched. Come on. <laughs> What is that? The noise is horrible. <laughs> Hi, he's Amy V on Saturday. <laughs> That's it. You did it. Dave mastered it. <laughs> Can you imagine if you flipped it over to the Weather Channel? Chance of rain, 50%. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh, ooh, this is going to be great for our kickers. High is 87 with winds south, southwest, 10 to 15 miles per hour. And we all know Alabama doesn't have a kicker on their roster. Ever. So, Lord, if this comes down to a field goal. Ever. We're screwed. Luckily, it won't Uh, because it's Missouri and we're Alabama. Careful. No. Careful. It's Missouri and we're Alabama. Are you going to post your normal nervousness? Oh, I will. Leah Barrier Barrier will get a, a, a post on her Facebook. But you're not really nervous about this. Am I ever really nervous Unless Tua Tungvaloa is our quarterback. But he's not. No, he's not. A guy named Mac Jones is. Mm. It's true. Return I can't argue with of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to 95 there for a second. 
Uh, your dad says Saban needs to tell them to kick towards the wind and let it drift. I mean, try something else, man. Whatever you're doing is not working. I'm all for it. Although, in all fairness, we've really never seen Will Riker kick a field goal. Are we going to this time? Probably not this game. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Hannah, why did you have to say this? You do remember Alabama versus Louisiana Monroe, right? Yeah. 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 You know, you're an Alabama fan when, like with 9-11 or Kennedy or things like that, you remember where you were when Alabama lost to Louisiana Monroe that year. We were eating at a Ruby Tuesdays in Mississippi. I remember where I was. In the year 1999, when Alabama lost to La Tech. Oh, yeah. When Tim Rattay was the quarterback. Or when we lost to UCF. And then I think in 97, we lost to La Tech too, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I was at that game. The College of Engineering was like, hey, come to campus, go see a game. And we lost. The uh, communications department sent me tickets to 1998 Alabama, Florida. Oh wow, we lost. We lost. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, recruiting recruiting uh, students is much different than recruiting players. Yeah, <laughs> here's, some, Mike, here's some tickets to a game nobody's coming to see because they know we're going to lose. Right. The Mike DeBose and Mike Shuley years were not fun. Mm-mm. And and Mike, uh, what was his name? It's Roland, baby. Um, Mike Price. Price. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, your mom says, but it was fun. Oh, I mean, yeah, it was fun. Not questioning that, but we still lost. Yeah, we did. Look at us now. Look how far we've come. You're right, BK. We did win the SEC in 1999. We beat uh, beat Old Spurrier himself, which, by the way, I am reading, uh, and I put that in air quotes, I'm reading uh, the book called The Missing Ring. It's about the night. Yeah, you probably got it. Yeah, Yeah, have you read it? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's a lot of things. So if go back and reread it, the first couple of chapters, it talks about how Nick Saban never let freshmen talk to the media. It talks how Nick Saban uh, kept his players from watching the news. It talks, or not Nick Saban, Bear Bryant. talks about how Bear Bryant kept his, play, his freshmen from talking to the media. talks about how he kept his players from watching the news. talks about how he kept them hidden from public eye. It sounds very, very eerily similar to what's going on on campus right now. Yeah. So, and little known fact, we were very close to landing a certain visor head coach who won a Heisman in Florida. You think he would have won a Heisman under under Brian? No, he, he would not yeah. have won a Heisman. Yeah, it also talks about how he suspended Stabler and Jay Barker. Or not Jay Barker, uh, Joe Namath, Joe Willie. Yep. What am I doing here? Uh, but yeah, <laughs> great book for any Alabama fan. I would strongly recommend either reading it or doing it on Audible. So great book. Good it's, it's good advice, especially this time of the season. Have you have you been using while we're doing live check? Have you been using the pandemic to do any extra book listening or anything like that? Is there anything that you've read or heard that's been sticking with you? So. I actually read the uh, the biography of George Washington, mm-hmm. uh, the the Chernow version of his uh, his life, and it's incredible. You know, it, it talks about how when you watch Hamilton and listen to Hamilton, you think that everything was rosy for George Washington, his two terms in office. 
he actually turned into one of the most partisan uh, presidents his second term in office. Uh, he, he sided strongly with Hamilton and all the Federalists, and that ticked a lot of people off. Yeah. And, and in fact, he didn't just decide to step down for his second term. He almost died in office twice, which it's not exactly what you've, what you learned in the history books. Yeah. So it's, it was very eye opening some history part, history books. He, just, for oh, me. He, did, he danced, he danced with the one that brung him, you know? I mean, yeah. and honestly, I would, I think you could probably say with the way the government ended up being built that they may have made a stronger case. But it's a it's a delicate balance when you're starting a republic, and it's a delicate balance when you're trying to keep one going, man. So yeah, I'll tell you this: I am more and more convinced that if I was alive at the you know after reading both Chernow, uh, reading mm-hmm. both Chernow biographies of Hamilton and and Washington, I am convinced that uh, that I would have been a Federalist. If I yeah. was alive then. Yeah. Just because they're basically the Republicans of the day. Yeah. In in some yeah. ways. Yeah. In some ways. If some if we went from having a, a loose confederation to saying we need a central bank today, I don't think every Republican would get in line with that though. No, I don't think can't so. Can't even wear a freaking mask, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> can we so, switch to that topic now why not let's do it so let's 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 go there we're not going to get political too much but i we're going to get I observational will, we'll get observational i'll yeah. say this are masks important yes do they work yes i am a little worried with how far we're going i i think so you have talked to us talked to me in the past about Oh, there's some, I can't remember the name of it, but there's some study that just says, how far can you blur the line before you've actually gone over the line and you're there? It's the Overton window. The Overton window. I, I am a little afraid that, that, that the powers that be are using the Overton window process. Okay. You know, how far can we go? Oh, it's not airborne. Oh, wait, it is airborne now. Oh, it's not this. Oh, wait. You know, it it, it seems a little fishy. And I'm afraid, and and I'm not afraid, but I I will see what happens after November 3rd. Because this has been politicized. Let's not not mince words here. We'll, We'll see what happens after November 3rd. But I am convinced that this has been overblown. Yeah, to serve a greater purpose. Yeah, greater purpose. Well, but here, here's where I I think it's funny because um, all of the people, and and I don't want to lose all of our listeners, so I'll make this brief and we'll move on to something fun. I promise. All of the people who are saying that there's something else more sinister going on in the background are all of the ones that want to keep the current administration in place. How does that work? If Here's there's the, something uh, sinister uh, uh, going on in the background, pause. How can we keep the current people in there? Pause. Okay. I want to keep. The, I want to keep the head man in there. I don't want to keep the Senate or the House in there. Okay. The House is the committee that holds everything. Okay. Your dad says people have died. Yes, if there is a virus, it's a big deal. 
But there are I have a feel I I, I feel mm-hmm. that it has been overblown. Okay. It hasn't hit my, it has not hit my home, but it has hit friends. And and yes, it's a virus. It's a big, big deal. Masks are important. Yeah. Masks work. But I do feel that things have been slowed down a little bit too much. The economy has slowed down a little bit too much. Okay. That's just my and, and, and the thing about it is is a lot of that's been a state decision anyway or a local municipality. It should be. And and it should decision. be. And and I agree I, with that. You know, but I, I just the the overarching sentiment that I hear from the folks who have Go, you want to read the comment real quick? I do want to. Re- I do want to read our, our our resident Canadian here. Being a farmer, Brad says, being a farmer is the same as before COVID. Most of every day is spent socially distanced, and masks are only worn working in the dust. Absolutely, there but, but the, the argument I'm being I'm hearing made a lot, and I hear it being increasingly made by churches more than anybody else is that there is something going on with the CDC and they can't be trusted and the federal government can't be trusted, but they say this with a MAGA hat on. And I'm exaggerating saying that because obviously they're not all wearing one when they say it, but in in one hand they have the Trump flag and in the other hand, they believe that the federal government's up to something. He's the head honcho. The buck stops with him. Agreed. And so the people who are saying, I'm not talking about did your local municipality like Nashville did they have transparency? Did they keep bars closed too long? All of that type of stuff that can be handled at your local level. But the people who are saying that the federal government is lying to us on a massive scale, but we need to keep the people in there. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't so know. Hannah makes a point. It, she says it's overblown. She'll be behind this when we make cigarettes illegal. We're fine with people dying of strokes and lung cancer because they make money off of it. It's true. Here's my other thing, and this is where my my faith and my my right wingism is going to show up. And y'all, this isn't what the show's normally about, but this is what we're going to stand up for. This is observationalist. It's not judgmental, and it's not political. It's just right. What we See, and, and and I want to say this: I, we have a very good friend of the show. Uh, uh, I'd call him a good friend of mine, Vance Cope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vance is moderate to left, but we can put aside our differences in political, political fields and be friends and other thing, everything else. First off, that's what this country needs. Yep. Cancel, cancel culture. Yep. Because at one point in time, you can be friends with somebody who is a socialist and you be a, a huge proponent of, of Reaganomics. Mm-hmm knowing that you disagree with each other in politics, but you are still good friends. Yeah. It's called the eighties and nineties. Look it up. Something needs to change in the way that our country is partisan. We need to come back and be bipartisan, but here's what I was getting to. The country is, is doing its best to save itself from a, a virus that no one knows how to fix. We get that. Hannah makes a point about cigarettes. You've seen people make a point about sugar. You know, sugar being the leading cause of diabetes, killing people because of that. I am going to make a cause about abortion. 
We are okay with people killing millions of babies every year. But we're not okay with everything like this. But here's the difference, though. If I go to get an abortion, if I go to buy a pack of cigarettes, if I go to buy a fifth of whiskey, if I go to do any of the things you just mentioned, that's a personal choice I make. But is it? And it yes, but is it, it? You're killing someone yes. else's life with an abortion. With, with, well, okay. With, let's take abortion off the table. Let's go back to the original example of cigarettes. I agree. I, I don't disagree with you there, Dave, but let's, let's look at the original argument of cigarettes. If I go to buy a package of cigarettes and I still talk about my whiskey, Imagine how we going to be when you tax our whiskey. But if I, if, I, if I go buy a pack of cigarettes and I decide to step outside and smoke them on the front porch away from my family, I'm making a personal decision that impacts me. But does it? And, and if, here's. Yes, here's where, No, no, it doesn't. Here's where I'm going to make that decision. If it impacts you, you get lung cancer, you die. Aiden grows up without a father. Yeah. OK, but, but Emma grows up without a father. There See, are repercussions. It affects your health. Yes. But it, it's there's a reproduction down the road that can affect the mental state of of generations to come. Okay. My grandfather made a choice to smoke. He got lung cancer. Yeah. I have a hole in my heart because of Papa, and it was 21 years ago. But here's the thing. So I was going to make one point, but you've actually made me actually be able to make another point. So if if my decision to smoke my health has an impact and I need to take that into consideration. The larger issue at hand is that my decision is impacting others. Right. 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 So my decision to smoke could give me lung cancer, could impact my grandchildren, my ability to earn money if I get it early in life and it would hurt my family in the long run, not wearing a mask and saying that all of this is fake and we should be living our lives as we normally do. If you don't and you're asymptomatic, you're making a decision that impacts other people. Agreed. And that's the problem with this at the end of the day is 40% of the people that have this have no clue that they have it. They have no idea that they have it. Nothing shows up. It was the same way with measles. Most people yep. didn't. If you had a, or a couple of the other things that have gone around like that, if you or polio, it was mild cases had no idea, but they could spread it. And, 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 and I mean, where I say it's okay for a mask. Well, that, that's, I know, but, but, to say that we are only doing this because it's election year, we're only doing this because it's 2020, that the whole thing is overblown and all of it is unnecessary, which is what I'm hearing, not from anybody here, but what I'm hearing from leaders in my community here, particularly in the faith-based part of our community, is that all of this is just a nothing burger that's being served to us so that we can become mindless sheep who just do whatever anybody tells us to do. And, at the same time, when I open my Bible, it tells me that God has put people in the government that I should listen to that are ordained by him to instruct and guide and lead my country and my area that I live in. And as long as those people are not asking me to do something that is ungodly and against his word, that I am outside the bounds of God's direction for my life, if I ignore them and talk down about them and do the opposite of what they say. So which way are we going to have it to anybody out there that is a person of faith and is also going through this pandemic, which the whole world is right now. If you have a faith component in your life, I don't understand how you can justify saying I'm going to ignore the government God ordained in my life, which is in the Bible 
and do something that at the same time by not wearing a mask hurts my fellow man. Because if I'm one of the 40% that doesn't have it, I'm giving it to you. That's the secondhand smoke. We hate secondhand smoke. Don't smoke around your kids because it'll give them lung cancer. But don't worry about wearing a mask around them when you could give them this thing that, yes, it's not as deadly as it once was. But that's post- mostly because we sit here and giving it to younger people now. Right. The old people who are going to get it are getting it. We've locked them away. Now the younger people are all hanging out in bars and getting it. So the virus isn't as deadly itself. The people who are getting it aren't as much at risk, but every one of those people's got a grandma. Every one of those people has a papa. Yep. Every one of those college students who's walking around going to Innisfree and all that in Tuscaloosa going to go home and see their parents who then go see their grandparents. And it's that ripple effect that you're talking about, which is why we have to do the things we have to do. And it stinks, man. But I saw a post on Facebook. I'm almost done. I promise. I saw a post on Facebook. The CDC finally put out their Halloween guidelines. And it oh, says, don't trick, or treat, don't trick or treat house to house, but instead do an individually wrapped bag at a bowl at the end of the driveway and wave to the kids and say, happy Halloween as they come by. And everybody's like, this is so dumb. Why? You really think, does anybody within the sound of my voice really think in the middle of a pandemic that I'm going to send my kid around the 50 houses on the circle that I live on to walk up to your door, have you breathe in their face and then take something that's been in your house out of a bowl and then bring it into my house so that they can then consume it. You are out of your mind, out of your mind. I'm done. So let's talk about yeah. universal Hollywood doing trick or treating. Uh, anyway, so Jeffrey Martin, uh, and that's where I think it's overblown. If 40% of the people don't have it, that means it's not reported, which means the overall numbers are bigger, but also the death rates are therefore lower. Yes. Yes. But it can and, still be considered a bad pandemic? Yes, it can. But they've, they've said that there are 10 times as many cases as what we've probably measured. 10 times as many cases. So if how many millions of Americans have gotten it? Four, five, six, seven? Oh, oh according, between, according to Biden, 2 million Americans have died. 200 a million. No, 200 yeah. million. But let me, let, me, let me pull it up real quick. So ask that question. So they, they've said as many of, as 10 times as the number of cases in the U.S., have, have had it than what we reported. So that's 7 million reported cases. Take that to 70. That's about what? A fourth of the population ish. Right. A fourth right. to a fifth. So we know it's a lot higher. We know it's out there. Yeah. Okay. Now y'all are going to get me on. All right. All right. Let's throw the hammer down. Here we go. So I don't want to hear. And, I, and I'm, again, Hannah, I'm not talking to you. I'm not oh, talking boy. to you. I'm talking to the people who want to sit in an enclosed room for two hours on Sunday. And I'm not saying no one should go to church. I'm using it as an example. They want to go sit in a closed room on Sunday for two hours with people who have been all over the place, seeing all kinds of people with no mask on, share communion crackers, share communion juice, do whatever they normally do. Probably some, a lot of people are doing something different. Dave, coming back in, man, come on. Come on, man. So there, there's a lot of things that are going on that I will not do. I won't do it. I won't go sit in a chapel at church right now. You're streaming online. I can get that done, especially when I watch it. And a lot of churches that I've watched, the pastors hugging on the people when they pray and getting right in their face. And they're all there together and nobody's spreading out because they think this whole thing is overblown. But I'm not supposed to go outside in an open space where I can physically walk away from somebody if I choose, and I'm watching them wipe everything down every five minutes. 
and everybody has to have a temp check and everybody has to have a mask. If you ask me which of those two scenarios I gladly walk into, I gladly walk into the scenario where every safety precaution is being made and it's outdoors before I'll do it. Like we're pretending like nothing is happening and we're just going to live life like, like live life like everything's normal. I'll choose the theme park every time. Here so. comes the hammer. <laughs> yeah. But I just, it's. You don't see it, my hammer. <laughs> I see your hammer. I see your hammer. But, but I just, at the, what I see are people who say, like we did, we took a two night trip to Indian Shores. We stayed at a place that had a kitchen so we could wipe everything down. Like it's our, like it's our place. We Lysoled the heck out of everything. And we did takeout food everywhere we went. And what I think people are missing. Oh, John. Hey, John, you came at the great, you came at a great time, buddy. He didn't have travel tip Tuesday this week. So I guess my overall point is, is that everybody that, that I'm talking to are the ones who want to act like nothing needs to be done differently at all. And I'm sorry. And it's difficult, but our generation are now the adults. Some of us are turning 40. Some of us are still in our thirties. Some of us are older. If you're listening to this, some of us don't even have kids yet, but we are now the adults. And it's time like we're 12 still. Well, but it's time for us to look at this and realize it. Does it stink that the CDC is having to put out a guideline to say, here's how you really should do trick or treat. Yes. It's, it's, it's who would think who would have thought in our lifetime, we'd be doing something like that, but it, we got to accept it and make it as best as we possibly can for our children. And instead of sitting there, go ahead and read your book, Dave. I'm going to be on this for a few more minutes. Instead of sitting there acting like I just wish things could go back to the way they were. And because I have that wish, and I believe this is all just a big conspiracy, forget everybody around me's personal safety. I'm making a choice for what I want to do and disregarding everybody else around me. It's time for us to act like we have a choice to make and actually show our children that even in the midst of something like this, we can still make Halloween fun. We can still find a way to do something that resembles trick or treating. And instead of their, instead of our kids looking back at this time saying, wow, you remember that year that we, we still went trick or treating and mom and dad caught something or whatever, it would be, wow, remember that year where we actually made a pandemic be okay. And, and Jeffrey's point that he's making is exactly my point. You can close the book, Dave, because I'm wrapping up. But Jeffrey's point is the point I'm making. You can't live in a bubble. I don't disagree. Everybody has to choose the level of personal risk that they're willing to take. For some people, it's absolutely that you shouldn't go anywhere. You shouldn't do anything. For some people, they want to go back to normal. I'm talking about when leaders of our community are stepping out and acting like nothing's going on and then passing judgment on the ones who do. I don't, I don't, you can make that choice. This is America. Absolutely. But there are downstream repercussions that we all have to acknowledge and we can't just act like this is a big nothing burger. Back to you, Dave. Nothing burger. Can, can, can a you, nothing burger. Yes. Can, can you tell us what a nothing burger tastes like? A nothing burger tastes like a lie that you eat because you think you're eating. It's like the emperor not having any clothes. That's what it tastes like. Okay. 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 So, Brad Toon, it's hard when adult children have to share common sense and safety concerns with their senior parents. And, and it, my only point, man, and because we went a little bit on the politics thing at the front, it seems like this is divided right down party lines. The moderates Agreed. are the ones who are being the most safe. The Republicans are the ones that are throwing caution to the wind. And the Democrats are the ones living in a bubble. And I don't know how in the world we ended up mentally programmed where we all just go into our corner and we all just play our role 
I don't know how we ended up that way, but everybody thinks that you're being a sheep because you wear a mask. I would argue you're actually being a sheep when you don't. It's Jurassic Park syndrome. America is a land of freedom, but sometimes we think more about whether or not we can do something and we don't think whether or not we should do something. Life uh, finds a way. <laughs> uh, you will plan to have uh, dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour. <laughs> yeah. So you, anyway. you, you know, it's, it's like a box that sits in a garage. No, just kidding. Um, yeah. and, and I want to say real quick, I, I want to apologize that I get passionate about it, guys. Not apologize for my viewpoint, but that I do get passionate about it. But we um, sometimes you put your faith and your trust in something and that something ends up coming back at you, calling you a fearful person, saying that you're living in fear. And it is not right for us as a country to pass judgment like that. I, and I know it. I know at the same time, somebody's going to say, well, you're sitting here mad at people not wearing a mask. Aren't you the same? Now, you absolutely have the choice to do it. Absolutely have the choice to walk around without a mask if you want to, unless there's an ordinance in your area to do it. And if there's a law, just please wear the dead gum mask. Yeah. John but, Rogers. But I, I'm not passing that judgment. Let me say, I'm not passing that judgment more than I'm just saying. There's no point in acting like this is nothing and that we all should just do whatever we want. Anyway. I'm John not. Rogers. Hashtag preach it. I've never experienced an Adam rant. This is fun. They tend to go on, John. <laughs> See, John, when you don't have Travel Tip Tuesday and you can actually enjoy a live unrelated at birth, this is what happens, man. Yeah. And Jeffrey wins when the country uh, when, when the country breaks down. They don't start eating the guests. <laughs> That's how you get the walking dead. <laughs> oh, that one wins. Can I, right. can, I show you, can I change the subject with something really fun? Go ahead. Go ahead. This is a little bit of a visual aspect, so I apologize to everybody in podcast land. But check out the Christmas ornament we got from Hallmark today. That's cool. It is a Nintendo Entertainment System with two controllers, and the door opens, <gasps> and Super Mario Brothers is in there. Is it the Duck Hunt Super Mario Brothers or just? Uh, it is just Super Mario Brothers. Oh, that's and not you original. Push the power button, and the light comes on. It's the whole it's sound from the whole first level all the way through. That's awesome. of Mario Brothers. So, all right, you're happy. So, I am happy. So we have to do this to end the evening. We got we got to end this on a good note. Yes, please. we have a call from the birth line. We do. Yes, please let me. Somebody actually called the birth line. TJ, my man. Oh, we should have, we should have had some fanfare queued up, Dave. Let's see, Google Voice. TJ, my man, called in. Sure, let's do it. Let's hear this thing. Hey, Dave and Adam, it's TJ Fry, also known as the squeaky voice of the North. Anyways, I had a Facebook post from a friend of mine that I thought you guys would be amused by. she talks about a radio commercial that she keeps hearing saying, is there anything better than brushing your teeth to your favorite song? I think there are a few things in life better than this. I said a nice cheeseburger with bacon and barbecue sauce on it. I'm interested in what you guys have to say. Keep it up. Talk to you later. Bye. So brushing your teeth to your favorite film? Film or song? I think it was song. Hang on. Let me, let, let's, let's. Better than brushing your teeth to your favorite song. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it's song. Now it's fun, you know. 
Brush I don't know that I've ever brushed my teeth to my favorite. Pull down hot woman. Tennessee Byway. No, because then you'd be like, I had this image based off your post earlier today of you playing John Williams while you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the toothbrush becomes, and toothpaste is hanging everywhere. You're conducting the orchestra. <laughs> so uh, first off, first off, let's get this started. I need to apologize to a couple of people because yeah. I posted that on my Facebook wall as well. And they saw the big picture of John Williams. They thought that John Williams had actually I died. <laughs> I oh my gosh. Yeah, you scared me that way. So is there anything better that I've never experienced this? So what's your take on that then? I would say, yes, there's a lot better than brushing your teeth to your favorite song. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, sitting there playing a video game. You, oh, my gosh. Your dad just asked who's John Williams. Please tell me he's kidding. He may not know. It's okay. John Williams, uh, he did Jaws, Star Wars, Harry Potter soundtracks. He was the composer of that music. The greatest composer. He probably knows. He's probably joking. He put LOL, so he's probably joking. Okay. Okay, the greatest modern day composer of all time. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I would, I, I, I would say he's probably to see him live. Yeah, Compo- no, 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 like, let me let me tell you, I was in, I was in California. I was in California, and had just flown in. And I usually go to a Dodgers game or an Angels game or do something Los Angelesy while I'm there. And I ended up not going because I had to get up early the next morning. But he conducted the Los Angeles symphony orchestra in his own music at the Hollywood bowl. And I was there and I could have gone and I didn't. So, so let's, okay. We got to talk about this for a second. BK says Hans Zimmer, Mm. Danny Elfman. I would say it goes, they're good. I would say it goes Williams, Zimmer, Elfman, one, two, three. Yeah. I mean, you can think of some of the things they've done, but it doesn't just pop into your head. Like John Williams, Superman, Star Wars. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, immediately when you think of, of John Williams, I, I just have to pull this up. I'm only going to play it for a couple seconds because uh, I know we'll get. <laughs> what are you playing? Oh, you. to me, I mean, most people go, oh, Star Wars or, or Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. I forgot about Indiana Jones. Yeah. No, yeah. Indiana Jones is good, but to me, the quintessential. <laughs> oh, oh, you also forget uh, Harry Potter. I said Harry he Potter. Did, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, okay, I pulled up. It, it's oh. hold up. Hmm. It's the Superman theme. It's called Planet Krypton. Is this the one that actually builds into the... Just this is more than a few seconds. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how just blood pumping does that yeah. make it get can i can i throw one out there that no one's going to recognize um but i think is one of the up and coming 
um, soundtrack specifically composers out there, Michael Giacchino. Okay. I, and, and I'm gonna throw this to you as a Disney guy up. Yeah. When you hear that song from up um, Ratatouille, the French kind of vibe that had, he did um, inside out. If you think about when she's skating on the ice. Yeah. You know, but then rogue one, one of my favorite, Oh, he did Rogue One. One of my favorite Star Wars soundtracks is the closing for that. When they did, he did the original Star Wars song, but to that different tempo and that different beat, one of my favorites. So he's one of my favorites too. And James Horner, he did Rocketeer. Yeah, yeah. Best movie soundtrack of all time. Uh, I'm a little biased. They agree to disagree. Space Jam. Space Jam. (laughs) I'm talking about composed music, not Chris Rock doing Basketball Jones, man. (laughs) two different genres i mean if we're if we're going to talk about about uh uh disney composers alan menken man oh yeah from the musical age definitely alan menken but when you're talking alan, about new stuff alan menken randy newman oh, i'm not crazy about randy newman toy I, story man i couldn't do without you've got a friend in me oh have you yeah. heard george jones's version then I definitely can do with that. You've got a friend in me. So, you don't like the possum? I didn't say I didn't like the possum. I just can't imagine the possum singing that song. Here's my problem with, with, with um, what's his name? Randy Newman. Yeah. Here's my problem. His lyrics sound like they were written by a third grader. Hmm, I can get The Maverick that. soundtrack. Great. Say he composed. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I just hit the mic. Great soundtrack. He composed the whole thing. But there are songs on there like Ride Gambler, Ride. Sound like they're written by a second grader. In the it's like I can't, I just can't, I can't do it, man. I just anyway, I don't mind it, but I could do without it. Yeah, Rand, Jeffrey Martin, Randy Newman being spooked uh, on Family Guy is. Amazing. I'm gonna have to Google that. Oh, you need to. After, all right, for the live after we record, we will share it. There you go. All right, all right. So, Adam, what is our Virgil asked the question of the week? Oh, yeah. He just sent it in this. Like hours before we guys, you don't know how excited I am that we have more than one thing to play off the birth line. So somebody call in this week, man. Six five oh UAB show. Look where that led to. Brushing your teeth to your favorite song led to a breakdown of the best composers of all time. That's what our show is all about. All right. Not all time, 20th century. Okay, 20th century, yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's Virgil asked a question. Hey guys, uh, got one for you this week. Uh, with the political climate as uh, hot as it is right now, I want to get as far away from that subject as possible. So uh, let's go a little bit out into space. The current ongoing U.S. space program being led by SpaceX uses a Falcon 9 rocket. That rocket is 229 feet tall, has a 12-foot diameter, Weighs approximately 1,207,920 pounds at liftoff. Has a 50,265-pound payload to LEO, which stands for Low Earth Orbit, and an 18,300-pound payload to GTO, which stands for Geostationary Transfer Orbit. The previous space program used the infamous space shuttle. It was 180 feet tall, had a diameter of 28 feet, and weighed approximately 4,470,000 pounds at liftoff. Each SpaceX launch cost an average of $57 million per launch. 
My question is, what do you think each space shuttle launch cost in 2012? $10 billion. <laughs> 10 b- With a B. Uh, I did look this billion. I don't know. And it's between. So in 2012, the cost per launch for the space shuttle was between $576 million to $1.64 billion. Hmm. So it's now $57 million. Yeah. How much is it going to cost Boeing? Who knows? Are we ever going to get there? (laughs) Sure you will. And yes, say this, read this point. Fanscope, watch the Challenger doc on Netflix. So good. I've watched the first two. Although I will have to say, the Marshall director at the time, in the second episode, did he just admit to killing those people? Is that Toothless? I don't remember what his the name dude was. The, no, is that the dude missing the teeth? No, okay. but it was it was the guy who was the martial director at the time. Um, um, yeah, I can't remember. Who hold on, just a second. Just a second. Were. What? Vamp. Vamp? Okay. I, I, you're making it awkward, man. You just threw me in it. Anyway, but yeah, I agree. It is good. I, I think that I actually was more emotional at the stuff that they talked about after than watching this stuff because you've seen it played so many times right you know um but i was actually more emotional towards the end of it like the the end of the whole thing so when you get to three and four it gets really good yeah so i haven't watched three and four yet but i will say um i I forgot that some people can't talk about that um but i i I will say that uh you know i i I remember vividly watching that in my first grade classroom That's probably one of the first things I can remember watching on TV and just feeling, holy crap, this just happened. Well, that's the crazy thing about it is it wasn't supposed to be during the week. Really? Yeah. When you watch episode three, it is fascinating what happened. Like all of the behind the scenes stuff, it was supposed to be on Sunday. And it's just this chain of events. It's fascinating. I won't I won't spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. But um, I had forgotten that there was an actual civilian on on the space shuttle. Yeah. Was the first teacher in space, and I think it's interesting that was supposed to be the first of many, right? And it's basically never happened since. The kid that was the uh, the kid on uh, a Christmas, Christmas story. story was supposed to be the first actor in space. Yeah, if they'd have killed him, <laughs> I'd just been beside myself. But oh. anyway, yeah. All right, all right. BK says, "Can I make a Netflix recommendation?" Please, please, BK. I'm I'm a little scared, but go ahead. And by the way. We have to to give a shout out to BK. I was on my way to reserve. Oh, BK says Cobra Kai. I've already watched the first two seasons of that. Is it good? Oh my gosh! If you love Karate Kid, you have to watch Cobra Kai. Okay. Uh, but I, I was I was on my way to reserve a PS5, and then BK stopped me and said, uh, "I I need to to do the uh, Xbox Series S." Because if you do it monthly, you can pay like $25 a month for like a year. Uh, you can actually also get Xbox Premium Live or whatever it is Are you there. Do all access? Yeah, we'll do all access for the first three years. Yep. So I'm loving what's going on in the comments, by the way. Jeffrey said that after after the, the Virgil asked a question, he expected the question to be, what is the average airspeed of an unladen swallow? <laughs> and then my dad responds back with an unladen swallow is 24 miles per hour. See? If he was leading the quest for the Holy Grail, my dad would have found it, and he wouldn't have been thrown in the pit. African or European? Oh, I don't know. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We've uh, we've 
blown away a whole hour. By the way, Vance says the show away on Netflix with Hillary Swank was pretty good too. Yeah, uh, it's about the first mission to Mars. Uh, and and BK says I got it wrong. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. By the way, Xbox Series S goes. You can pre-order it on Friday. You've been did warned. I, did I get it right? Because hey, John, your your message came up blank. <laughs> anyway, Uh-oh. oh wait, he he says today. Oh, what? guys, oh, Adam, excuse us. All right. So take us home. End the show. All right, guys. While Dave's ordering his Xbox, if you want to call into the show, now that you've seen, we actually got a call on the birth line. We played it, and look at the great topic that it led to. So we want another one for next week. We'll have another Virgil Asked a Question. We want you, some lucky listener out there, to dial in with a comment or a question or a topic on the birth line. 650-UAB-SHOW is the number. Give it a shout. You will uh, hear a quick message and a beep. Leave your call out we will play it and discuss it just like we did tonight. And if you want to interact with us in other ways, you can hit us up on the socials. Dave, tell them about it. Oh, I'm ordering my Xbox, man. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Okay, fine, fine. Carly, tell your hubby it goes pre sale today. Anyway, um, so uh, on the socials, I am at dadams419 on both Twitter and Instagram. He is at Runtide Run on Instagram. Sometimes on Twitter when he activates it. Yeah. Uh, the show is at not related bros on Twitter at unrelated at birth on Instagram and on Twitch. We are unrelated at birth. We are on Twitch y'all. BK has watched us all on Twitch. Uh, and how awesome is this? We're on a third, third uh, genre. Genre. Anyway, and, guys, go ahead. And go ahead. Dave, I, uh, yes. I regret to inform you that according to the verge.com five hours ago, Xbox series X and S pre-orders are basically sold out for now. BK. I need you to pull some favors. 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 Do it. Anyway. Anyway, guys, this has been awesome. This has been a show about nothing where we went on rants. We, I we love it. offended half of our, our population, half of our listeners. Uh, <laughs> do me a favor. We have had a swing in downloads and listens. Um, I, 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 I need you to do something. Jeffrey Martin, I'm glad you say D Adams because saying it at, Saying it as you've written it sounds like Dadams. Oh, hello, Dadams. Dadams. It's D Adams. D Adams. Anyway, um, so do us a favor. Share our show when I put it out on the socials tomorrow. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please tell some friends about it. I understand that that we're probably losing downloads because all of you amazing people watching us doing this live, you don't want to hear our voices for another three hours. I, I get it. I get it. My wife doesn't even want to download the show because she hears me enough. Uh, but but I, I do us a favor and share the show. Get some more people listening to us. It's fun. You see the fun we have every week. Uh, if you you feel so obliged, uh, we also have our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash unrelated birth. Five bucks a month. Uh, we're going to do some fun things. I did, I did something new this week on Patreon that we're going to do every week before we start recording. Uh, and, uh, yeah, five bucks a month. We're also going to do some like, uh, a mystery science theater 3000, where we watch a movie along with everybody. We're going to introduce turbo 
to Star Wars. He probably will hate it, but that's the fun. Uh, but anyway, guys, the fact that you spend right now, we're an hour and a half of the live broadcast. The fact that you spend an hour and a half with us on a Tuesday evening at Central Time, almost 10 o'clock, Eastern Time, almost 11 o'clock, I blows my mind. I'm just Dave Adams. He's just Adam Russell. But you think enough of us to spend time with us. We do appreciate and that's, it. That is so cool. I, I really, really do appreciate that. And 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 do not think that that goes unnoticed. It doesn't. Um, it, it really is cool. So we appreciate you guys. Uh, it might sound trivial, but we do love you guys. Uh, it, it as much as we we don't know half of you, and, and that's the cool thing. You know, we've we've made a network of friends, and I call y'all friends. Uh, we've made a network of friends because of this show. So thank y'all. Uh, Adam, take them home. Yeah, thanks guys for listening. Be kind to each other out there. And just remember, no matter how much we rant, no matter how much you rant, we don't all have to agree to be friends. We don't all have to agree to be siblings in this great world that we live in, guys, in this great country that we live in. So just remember that, guys. Be kind, stay safe, and we will catch you next week. Bye.